Hello and welcome to the PSM Detox. We've got another week of um, fabulous feminist icons for you to look up to. Uh, this week we are looking at the fashion world, which many people, you know, is you would think that it was successfully dominated by women, but most of the top fe- top, top designers at each of the big fashion houses are actually men. So this is quite a big problem because obviously they're the ones designing all the clothes, although the women are the ones buying them, wearing them on the catwalk. Yeah, so basically there's men right at the top. It's a bit of a classic kind of glass ceiling problem. There's women at most levels of the fashion industry, but right at the top it's just men, basically. So, so you're saying that well, men just don't buy more clothes. men, not necessarily no men. There's more. Yeah, there's a lot of gay men, a lot mm. of a few straight men, and then a couple of the odd female dotted female. about. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be discussing later. So um, how have your feminist weeks been? Good? Bad? Feminist? Well, I spent most of my week in bed being oh, ill. Yeah. Oh, So. But you didn't have man flu though, did you? I didn't have, <laughs> I had woman flu. Excellent. Um, and. Were you a bit of a pussy about it? The, hey. fact, <laughs> the fact that I was in bed all week meant that I couldn't do anything unfeminist, so it was great okay. in that respect. That's, that's great. You well couldn't done. do anything unfeminist. Yeah, I couldn't do anything unfeminist. So you're doing, what would, what would you're doing a lot of good work for us, Siobhan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got my brother to come bring me cups of tea. And like... <laughs> Should have just got your shit sorted and just got on your way. Got my way to work. Life. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's not an excuse. We have to work doubly hard to get half as far and you're just lying in bed being ill. Yeah, How do you feel about with that? With woman flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> what about you, Marion? <laughs> just I drinking got, water. Just drinking some water. Just staying hydrated. Um, yeah, got to keep hydrated. That's all you can Number do. Number one. <laughs> Trying to think. My week. Number one feminist tip of the week, stay hydrated. To be fair, good skin. Yeah. Yeah, good skin. You need glowing skin to overthrow, to overthrow the patriarchy. It's essential. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can't do that dehydrated. Absolutely not can't really think of my week i don't know where my week's gone you did yoga yesterday i taught yoga yesterday yeah that mm. was fun did you teach men in the class i rarely get men which is interesting because it's actually a very male thing would you call yoga is it cultural practice it was created appropriated by from hindus appropriated from hindus yeah what do you mean by that like taken from hindus and made i mean yoga psych- is actually not religious it's just got like this it's cultural a white cultural wellness trend it's a white wellness trend definitely but as oh, in yeah. the roots yeah, of it? yoga as in it's been co-opted by the yeah, white yeah, wellness yeah, yeah. movement the western world has changed yoga but as in it's a male non-religious thing from where from india but that's not it's not necessarily yeah. separate separate from hinduism <laughs> okay that that's that's great but not <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> um I had, oh, I was in the V&A yesterday and mm-hmm. someone said they liked my pizza, not patriarchy bag. Yeah. So that was, that was a good moment for me. It's just, just a was it male or female who said it? A, a woman. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Why does that matter, you know? Aren't we post-gender? Just, yeah, point? we should be post-gender, guys. Come on. Please, um, please define post-gender for me. Is <laughs> he take it away. Post-gender is uh, refusing or choosing to not subscribe to cultural gender... Um, binary, binary cultural gender binaries and yeah. stereotypes um, yeah that's what I think it is as a heterosexual white c- cis female, <laughs> cis female. <laughs> none of none of the uh, none of the things um, okay so yeah this, this <laughs> I'm not any of the things I'm none of the diversity I'm, I'm literally not ticking any boxes you're yeah. a woman you can't label us no 
Um, okay, so this week, talking about the fashion industry and how it might be, you know, seems good on the surface, but not that great. So it wasn't a great um, Paris Fashion Week this year. So I've had 92 shows at Paris Fashion Week. Mm. Less than 30 have female creative directors at the As helm. As of 92? Yeah, so like about a third of them have women at the helm, given it's an industry that's yeah. created mostly by women. Yeah, it's well. targeted at women. Yeah. And it's quite it's quite a shame because modelling is like the own one of the only professions in the world where women are paid more than men, where the gender gender yeah. gap is the other way around. Is it that but even and that has so many maybe <laughs> 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 a pairing? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, then so it's also it's a show that they're not exactly nursing. representative. Oh god, yeah, that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. I think um, I've got a statistic here about no, it's not not there. Um, she does not have a. A statistic. I, d- I thought I had a statistic. Oh, well, let's go. make up a statistic. So, um, <laughs> Demna Gvarsilia from Vetemont, Vetemont and B- Balenciaga, they had five collections they've designed, and in the 206 models he's employed in his runway shows, he's only used one model of colour. Really? One out of 206 models in five collections. Which is and here bad. I was thinking that they were getting, because they've had a lot more Asian, both Far East Asian, actually yeah. not as much central asian women there's no. been a bit of a boom with japanese korean and chinese mm. models but not as much like south um, no asian. there was a girl from uh a school near me actually was the first indian burberry model ever neelam gill that's the one yeah she was like um the first uh, either the first asian or the first indian model to be female model to be used by burberry probably wow. indian because i think indian yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Diversity and all. Yeah. So that's the real reason I'm I'm not a model, guys. That's <laughs> the only it's reason. Because you're Indian. Yes. Bloody Neelam's beating you out to all these jobs. Because I'm Indian and less than five two. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is actually only a small problem. Of you, all you need to do is think big, and they'll think big. Yeah, I could model children's you. clothes. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> we have a really sophisticated child model <laughs> who's actually a very overdeveloped <laughs> child. <laughs> So yeah, there's um although the creative director role is quite male dominated, I think this year we've had four female designers have recently taken over at like old world European fashion houses. So Ooh. the really classic like couture houses. Which ones? Um Maria Grazia Chiuri and Claire Wright Keller became the first female directors at G- uh, Dior and Givenchy respectively. And Maria Grazia Chiuri is the first ever female director of Dior. Amazing. So go her. Yeah. Um, Natasha Ramsey-Levi takes over at Chloe. And Bushra Jarrah is the first woman to lead Lava since the actual female creator, Jean Lava, in 1989. Because oh. like, most of these fashion houses were actually invented by, created by women. I know, and now, and they're, now they're just taken over by men. Yeah. Which yeah. is um yeah, so it's it's not it's not great. It's it's kind of changing. Do you think that's what men are scared of in the rest of the world where they've got a business and then they let some women in and then it's suddenly overthrown by yeah. women? Like, yeah. They let a little bit in and Literally, then give an inch, take just a mile. Snowballs, kind of Absolutely. Like, They're scared that women will like bleed all over them and kind of scratch because they secretly know that the women can do the job better. Yeah. It's they're scared that it's of the fear. power that women have. Um there was so these like old world fashion houses aren't as great but think like the shows like um new york fashion week and london fashion week which are the bigger ones the biggest ones i think this year they had about 
46 and 48 percent female designers oh that's good which is way better than like the yeah so it's good the kind of the lower down you are yeah at the fashion schools and stuff i think central st martin's is about 75 percent female yeah i was gonna say it's way more female dominated and um and uh the new york uh the 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 big school in new york is like um someone's popular 85 past yeah it's about 85 percent women so you have this huge intake. No, sorry, the one in New York. Parsons. Oh. Wow. In New York. And then that's 85% female and yet at the top there's... Yeah, it's weird. It's, just, it's but it happens the way around. quite in a lot of industries where at the bottom yeah. there's loads and then somehow... Yeah. There's just so many women at the bottom. <laughs> there's just so many women yeah. having children and then just, you know, foregoing their They careers, choose not apparently. to have a career because they want to have children. They just love staying at home. And yeah, just love being a staying at home mum, baking. Oh, love it. <laughs> So, to um, be fair, love I mean, to I, eat baked goods. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with baking and cooking, but I mean, you can do that and a career. Yeah, you can have both. So yeah, the reason that some people think this is is because the kind of the same as in other industries is you, women go, they want to, they don't want to break out on their own and make these small, in like create these their own fashion brands. They're kind of working at the big fashion houses yeah. at lower levels, whereas to get to get re- recognition, you have to kind of have this very masculine like. I'm the best go-getter attitude. I guess of, it's that of just breaking out on your own and being fuck it. I don't have yeah. any responsibility. I'm just gonna create. I think and create it's and that create. innate. You also need money for that. Yeah, yeah. And but it also comes down to that innate thing of how men are well, boys are brought up to be brave and women are brought up to be perfect and not risk takers. Yeah, we need to so break true. that mold. So yeah, there's um some like a fashion house or a, a cultural research industry did like a study of the language that we use around like mm. fashion designers and it was all the men were um described as like autonomous rational independent creative and women are supposed to be like quiet diminutive and calm so you know for example like yeah. sarah burton is alexander mcqueen and her designs get kind of described as like soft and like personal and intimate and kind the of very, feminine attributes very feminine whereas men's so for example like Balenciaga or Balmain like they get described as kind of edgy and like creative and out there whereas the female led designers like for example Chloe uh, it's very like soft feminine Celine like very genuinely thought you were about to talk about Chloe Kardashian no (laughs) Chloe the French I was like shit she's not Chloe no No. the world should implode now I think she does have I mean they probably I think they definitely do I think all of them do surely it's like part of their family contract to have a clothing line Make well, like, and they, as they come out the womb, will they're, you, like, will sla- you not? they're like, do you what do you want to design? And they they've got like a baby toy that's one's a, it's like a lipstick or some jeans or like dresses, and they have to pick which one when they're born. And and like one and of them's like fake butts. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they design their own implants. I think that's going to be. Oh my fun. god! Imagine if they had their own implants. I'm pretty sure you get. I mean, it's like your own I, teeth, hair. Because that Boobs, is kind of bum. what they're really well known for. So like, yeah, <laughs> I mean they've got like the best plastic, plastic surgery range. I mean, if they, they hear should, this, they're for, for sure, sure going to cash it. We should patent this like really, really yeah. fast because otherwise we're going to be screwed over. <laughs> should have thought of that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Too that's, late. That's, Who's got the money for a patent? <laughs> Not me. Anyone? Students. No. <laughs> well, no, university have Crowdsource? no money for patent. Don't <laughs> this shit. That's really Go me. <laughs> <laughs> we want patent, a patent, patent Kim Kardashian's bum. <laughs> patent, patent the Kardashian brand surgery like that. Actually, we should... Are we going to get sued for libel if we keep talking about this? Depends on whether or not we put this out. No, because we're, we're, we're saying that they're attainable features. Yeah, Cut we are. that out of the we edit. Are. <laughs> Just 
in case. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like another reason that women aren't taken as seriously at the top. So you know when the big names at fashion houses like they change. So like uh, J W Anderson has moved to Loewe, mm. and it's because so the reason that men are kind of able to jump around is because their art is seen as they're like seen as the kind of crazy kooky yeah. artists. I think you get this a lot with male male artists are often they're considered a lot more like daring and like a, a, a out there creative yeah. genius who can like be on their own and come up with all these really Even crazy art, ideas. Yeah. I mean, Whereas women in... are more seen as more collaborative, yeah. more kind of home not homely like a what's the word more familiar yeah i guess Making i guess it's more things quite, for the for the for the people in their circle whereas men it's like i'm gonna have this crazy art idea and make it apply yeah, to female yeah. body it's quite interesting that a lot of the male designers have their own brands yeah. on top of while being the like creative directors yeah. of they're like doing multiple ones. projects yeah. or something yeah yeah so apart from the whole gender issue there's also a huge like race issue within fashion as well massive with no. the, i mean you'd never have guessed it would you <laughs> so diverse it's, they had one indian crazy. girl right they had yeah, the indian girl one... from burberry yeah that zane malik made famous well she knows she was famous in her own right before you're talking about diversity models however i know i mean it's not a good market victoria's secrets their runway i haven't paid attention to it recently what is their runway like this I'm year i'm gonna google it yeah, so they had it in Shanghai this year. Okay. And oh, and Gigi Hadid couldn't go because she's racist. Yeah, because she made um she there was like a video put on the internet of her Allegedly. doing in- impressions of Chinese people like pulling her eyes oh, out no. and stuff. So she got um she said that she wasn't going to go, and they managed to do a whole um Victoria's Secret show in Shanghai with not one Chinese model. Is it? But they've had Chinese models before. I think they. They've had one or two in the past, but yeah. you know, for some reason, couldn't not, find any in not China. For Shanghai. No, they went to China, couldn't find any. We're like, oh, where are all these Chinese people? I swear, there's the most like. Oh, they had they had one or two, but still, oh, they did. They yeah. scattered them in there. They, <laughs> t- they, they thought seasoned, they were seasoned. They could have. They could have made a lot of minority. Yeah, it's still um, um still is not that great. The lengths at which there was diverse, maybe a Brazilian think, yeah. here and there. They had, I think, they had, like, I, th- I feel like they had three or four black models oh, okay. this year. I mean, oh, I, how many? Jordan, I don't, Jordan Dunn, she's I don't a classic know. one. I don't really pay attention to no, that. Do that but I feel like that's a, quite a major <laughs> yeah. thing. For, yeah, that's probably the most, girls. the most kind of like egalitarian fashion show that goes on that it's most successful it's like live people. streams across the world yeah exactly so that is actually that's probably actually and girls really buy important. like so many teenage girls yeah. buy those clothes that's the that's the place what where well clothes? underwear sorry that's the that's the place un- where underwear. the representation will really matter like in, yeah like a, i think it's it's got on a channel huge four? reach it was on channel four a few years ago so that's Not gonna sure. have a huge impact um yeah so the thing about uh the uh, balenciaga having no black models and there's like a because some brands, I was reading an article about this, and they said that some brands kind of, they can get away with being racist by saying it's their aesthetic. Like, we only want a certain look of model because that's the look that we're going for with our collection. Like, you can... An aesthetic, wow. and it's Yeah, I know. So they can kind of get yeah, away with it. Yeah, you're not my aesthetic. Yeah. That's, that, so they can get away with it by framing it in it's an my creative way. direction. Fair, I don't want fair, that look. would you yeah. know when a brand is being racist... Or when it's saying that, like, when when a ba- when a brand is being racist like that, or when it's just not got any non-white models in, yeah, because there are so few, I guess, like lineups on like a collection mm. with people of color or like diverse models that 
how can you tell whether or not they're being racist going for their yeah. aesthetic air quotes um and some so i think this article they'd, they'd interviewed like this the the head of marketing or someone a business person within fashion brand and they tried to play it out like oh it's not the designer's fault because the designer have doesn't have any pick over the models that's like the styling the, oh. style, the director of the or of the, yeah. the show or the stylist or something and then this other person came in in the interview and was like that's absolute bullshit like the the designer will have the last say on everything that goes because the goes person's out on about catwalk. look as well yeah because yeah. it's it's their look it's their their clothes that they want to show off so that that's kind of so a bit I, of a, that's a bit of a, a, sh- a terrible excuse do either of you like think about that when you go and buy clothes like do you think oh like this brand is really good at diversity or this yeah. brand has only got men in its designing mm. team so i'm not going to buy anything yeah well I, I don't i've never bought anything from any of those designer labels but because you can't afford to yeah <laughs> <laughs> but something like but I more mean like high street fast yeah. fashion. Yeah, so they they don't really. I think I'm not really sure of the structure of them, but I think they have they have either like a lot of designers or their designers aren't as well known, so it's not as easy to kind of pinpoint which are the really good diverse ones. I don't know. What do you think? I feel like the more you research any company, the more you'll find out it's just racist. So yeah. Just don't bother. I think honestly, I think if you scratch the surface on any of them, you'd be like, whoa, this is awful. Yeah. 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 So a lot of people, and I think at the the high street shops they more they change around a lot more. Whereas for a big fashion house, it'll, the someone will stay there for like a number of years, and it will yeah, be a big it'll, it'll be, be like big their news. design of their collection rather yeah. than like having one person work on yeah one item for mm. like the autumn yeah whatever. But there's one thing that I have noticed is uh, I think is it Boohoo, their adverts are their whole they're Very kind diverse. of. They're, what is they're, the they're making diversity like their thing. They're like yeah. putting. But it shouldn't be like a have, thing. Uh, yeah, so they're using it as kind of like a gimmick. I've, are they the ones that says "Do you?" Yeah, it it's sounds a really, great really look. sarcastic. Yeah, it's a great look being you. Don't yeah. be you. That's what it's. Or saying you're to really me. weird. Like yeah. keep being weird and not. Um, it sounds really sad when they're like, "That's a great look." Well done. That's a great. Yeah, it's really, really condescending. Hard. They've got like yeah. the, the like curvaceous black women on the screen and they're like oh yeah you do you yeah and you're like bitch i am yeah don't tell me i've been doing this for before some like cheap fashion brand came along and told me to do that exactly but did you um it's not really fashion it's makeup but did you see rihanna's response to some guy on twitter uh about why she doesn't have any trans models in her fenty range oh really i haven't heard about any trans models in her fenty range and she basically said I had an open modelling call and mm-hmm. I wasn't going to invite a trans girl because they're so often taken to be a token. Yeah. Ah. And I didn't want to have the token trans girl. I didn't want to just put yeah. one in there. You don't want to put one from every category just... Yeah, 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 yeah. So she had an open thing and if any of them came and were good enough, they were in. But it wasn't like I'm having my black casting, my brown yeah. casting, my white casting mm. and now my It was their casting. talent. It was, yeah. 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 Yeah, Which, that because the, as long th- as it was truly like that, then that's yeah. great. But I think Rihanna has shown to be socially aware of the issues yeah. that impact people with like token casting. Because mm-hmm. I mean, she's been it herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she did use that platform. I mean, she was token cast a lot of the time throughout the start of her career, but yeah. now she's used that platform to be able to, be able to like reach. It's a bit like MIA. Yeah, she's now got got a voice for these people. Yeah. yeah. 
because that when that trans kind of uh tokenism that did you see the l'oreal adverts they had them yeah. um, and monroe Berg, bergdorf was she was a trans model and they put her in the campaign and then she spoke out about um institutionalized racism yeah and she was then fired from the l'oreal ad campaign oh. about inclusivity and a, having a broad having a diverse yeah. fashion and just fashion and beauty industry she was then struck off for talking about that issue yeah yeah which was um because they had i don't they had quite a few um they had obviously a lot of non-white women and men in the campaign and only one other black woman like obviously it depends on how good your career is had if you can afford to kind of speak out and make those claims but i think you know clara ampho from radio one mm-hmm. she actually spoke out about the issue and she also like left she left the campaign off the back of monroe bugdorf being fired because she was oh. like i think most of the things they were saying was you are using you're using our blackness and our um our race as like a, a selling point but you're not ready to accept all the issues that come with it yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're not willing to like em- embrace who we are as people you you just want our kind of that the money that, that we can bring in yeah, yeah. you want to use the audience hit but their not have diversity the quotas yeah yeah so i don't i don't i think i don't know how if l'oreal were like really impacted by that but they obviously got like absolutely rinsed on social media yeah but no one's really tracking social media are they because it's yeah. not considered mainstream enough mm. i know piers morgan had a had a rant about it mm-hmm. in the piers morgan way because she was on, um, Monroe was on um, Good Morning Britain, and Piers Morgan was just went off on one because he just does that, doesn't he? In a good yeah. way, or like what I don't know. He was. Um, I think traditionally he's been a. What's the opposite of an ally? Enemy. If you want to say that, he's more like an agitator. Yeah, I would say. of of like the trans community. Oh really? So, yeah, he's not a big fan of the non-binary. Oh wow! Oh, what a sh- what a shock! What a shock! Yeah. Indeed, I was kind of hoping. <laughs> I hate Here's Morgan. We, we thought you were on our side. Come back, man. <laughs> Please um, come back. So, Are you ever with us? So he kind of like ripped into her a little bit, and I think on air. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Christ. TV, and I think she like really held her ground, you know, and. I mean, the comment was that she said that all white people are racist, and mm. he was arguing that all white people are not racist. That had nothing. The argument, as far as I'm aware, had nothing to do with the fact that she is trans. Yeah. It was to do with the fact that she said all white people are racist, and Piers Morgan took that to mean that she was calling him racist. Oh, typical white fragility. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh um, God. White man's burden. Oh, poor Piers. He's having a rough old time being a white man, isn't he? <laughs> it is hard for them. Really, really tough. As as we always say, when you're coming from privilege, equality feels like oppression. Sorry, Piers. <laughs> <laughs> Bad times. Um, I was going to say something about okay. that. Oh, I was going to ask. So you know how Nike have their new like headscarf range? Yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about? I don't know the way they've. I don't actually. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. So like. How do we feel about those? In my opinion, Nike just want to sell yeah. stuff to make money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's a new range of people they haven't yet targeted. Yeah, that's like a new merchandise, and like they're creating a pathway because like Adidas and all the other brands that they're competing with don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who wears a headscarf who plays a lot of sport, and has never said that it affects her more yeah. like in any way i sometimes feel sport. it's us our 
non-headscarf wearing people who think, oh, it must be so heavy, it must be a burden. But I don't yeah. think they've ever actually said it themselves. No, I mean, she wears it every day, everywhere, all the time. Yeah. So to her, it's not an issue. It's yeah. like the opposite of an issue. It's just part of... It's, it's like, just normal. It's like if you wear a ring all the time, you, you become used to it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it stops feeling like a foreign body on top of you. It feels like a part of just yeah. what you wear. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anyone I've ever met has ever said, oh, I really wish my headscarf wicked my sweat away or like <laughs> whatever the fuck is going on. Just with... weighing me down, I'd be like yeah. seconds faster if it wasn't for this headscarf. Yeah, exactly. But it needs then, to be more streamlined. But then on the flip side, if it if it does provide girls, young girls, a way to say, oh, look, I, I look sporty. I feel or making sporty. it more normal in culture. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's one way to normalise it. Yeah, because yeah. you're saying, oh, like, look, you need to wear a headscarf, but you also need to play sport, so here's the yeah. thing for you. Even if they didn't need it, yeah. it's mm. still there. Yeah, and you, like representation. If you're, if that's young true. girls are seeing women, women wearing headscarves on like big Nike adverts, like huge Nike yeah. billboards, and that can, that's probably a good thing. I mean, yeah. it, I think it probably depends the way in the way that they marketed it. If they're doing marketing it in a like a sensitive like reflect like yeah. a good in a good way, but I can see it going. I could see it being kind of kind of co opted and what we were saying earlier about. At the end of the day, they do things. just want to make money. Yeah. yeah, it's not being done for. It's not being done for totally good-hearted reasons could say that about all of you can but say that, that about everything though yeah <laughs> that's that's capitalism folks yeah, that's capitalism. <laughs> that's yeah. literally life yeah but in that because nike are one of the big companies that are like um all about the brand they're not about they don't make any of their own products that that is all outsourced to factories and stuff mm. they're solely about building the brand so in terms of that they do a lot of design though yeah if they're in, if they're just trying to incorporate solely incorporating muslim women into their brand and uh, not necessarily yeah. thinking obviously they are going to want to sell products but they're thinking about it in like a a brand way and like trying to the actual they want to include all these people itself, yeah in that brand um that's obviously what you shivani was saying like one flip side of it the other flip side is want to make money want to yeah, expand yeah. to audiences but i mean i don't know i i i haven't um when i lived in australia they were they had tons of um sports groups like swimming groups life-saving groups football groups that were just and rugby that were um all like muslim women and they seemed fine they did i didn't see them wearing any like nike branded <laughs> like it was just what i needed yeah, the nike tech on my head pretty well yeah that's what i've always I mean, wanted when I was in South Africa, one of my friends, um, Mimi, who is Muslim, wears a headscarf. We went shark cage diving. Like she didn't need like a special sports hijab. She just used used yeah. her existing one. It's fine. I wonder if they consulted people who do wear headscarves when playing sport, what yeah. they look for and what they want out yeah. of like a yeah. sporting headscarf, like whether or not these people's like ergonomic needs were considered in the process yeah of like the consultation yeah. in yeah. design or was it like some old white guy <laughs> just like who's never touched like, looks like that could be a problem they've just, yeah. stuck, a, that they've just stuck a Nike logo on a bit of like spare um, spare spandex, spare spandex and like put it into it they're actually cycling shorts repurposed <laughs> <laughs> you just stick your head through a leg of a cycling yeah. shop share with a friend <laughs> they sew up the whole <laughs> I really, I really hope that's not true, but I feel like someone, someone on the production line is going to have made that mistake. I feel we like made that's some how it started. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's probably happened, hasn't it? 
there's us being all like all optimistic and fashion revolution yeah, guys fashion repurposing your clothes <laughs> yeah reduce reuse recycle absolutely that's a good message to end the section i think <laughs> reduce fast men reuse women already in the industry and recycle your clothing cool um, <laughs> sure. but also so, like add new women to the industry or also yeah yeah in. and that from so, all like, over the world yeah reuse yes. but also like include more yes <laughs> message from Shivani there give me a job <laughs> <laughs> employ me in your marketing campaign please um, so what about do you guys have a woman of the week has anyone done anything cool that you've noticed I mean, I saw you write down your woman of the week. You yeah. are taken to be my woman of the week, but it's fine. You can you can do that one. No, 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 no. I'll just do a quick search on Instagram. I'm sure there are loads of women who are... Yeah. Are, yeah, I've got woman of the week. Okay. So my my friend was went to the British Fashion Awards because he works in, like... He's a gay. He works in the arts. He's classic. a gay. One of them. And he tweeted... He was obviously so drunk and, like, tweeted can't believe these um, Hadid sisters are in the same category as Adwa Abwa for the model of the year, but everything was like spelt wrong. There was like some fucks thrown in there, full stops all over the place. He was obviously so wasted. and was like, I can't believe they're even in the same category as her, like they don't deserve it. But thankfully she won. So she was voted um, model of the year. And she's also really cool because she invented um, like a girls, girls talk girls chat or girls rule website which is like a feminist um safe Mm. space for young girls to like talk about stuff and it has blogs and they had their first festival in this july so it was just like loads of women got together in this space and could like meet her and chat and they had portraits done of them they did some really cool things like had chats and things so she's and she's just like doesn't she's like one of these people who just doesn't doesn't give a shit she's great yeah and she was also on the first the, the new Vogue cover by the first black editor who was Edward Edenfall. Of what? Co- uh, the new Vogue editor who's the oh, first yeah. black man who, to start editing. And he um, put her on the cover. Amazing. So she is, she's killing oh, it. Oh, Girls Talk. That's what you're talking girls about. Talk. That's the one. Girls Talk. With G-U-R-L-S Talk. I love that. Yeah. How else do you spell girls? It, with a Z on the end, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only other way I could think of. Um, I think... My woman of the week is Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, interesting choice. Because she writhed around in pasta earlier this week. <gasps> did she? Oh she my did. god, that is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your Instagram. Is like, oh, pasta is my favorite. I've got it thing here. Ever. I've got it here on Instagram right now. <gash> oh, in underwear, wow. she's just like that is rolling amazing. about in some pasta. What a queen. Um, oh, dreamy she's, she's obviously done it it's obviously like a sponsored thing by some people by like Dolmio <laughs> I do quite like the take on the sponsorship ad yeah <laughs> she was like how do I make my sponsorship really really pop you know um, oh I think it's for Love magazine yeah uh, she says taking not Dolmio of- god damn it they've missed on an opportunity yeah. <laughs> because oh, it might be coming in now having models taking, soaking themselves in pasta sauce taking my love of pasta to new heights for hashtag love advent 2017 the wait is over link in bio that's oh, her bio not mine that's so cool um, yeah so she's my woman of the week because she's obviously been given a lot of shit about this and she's just what, not why? why would anyone give anyone else shit for riding around in pasta? because Apparently, men don't understand how it's a feminist statement for a woman to do what the fuck she wants when the fuck she wants it. Oh, classic. Classic. Yeah. And the fact that she's taken her clothes off mm. means that she's asking for it. Yeah. Um, However, there are then women who comment, well, I'm guessing it's a woman, because her name's Becky, 
Um, and she has a picture of a girl. Do you have any morals at all? Just curious. <laughs> Maybe she's like a pasta conservative, and she thinks that <laughs> yeah. pasta should only be used for the purposes. I think of, she's like, exploiting eating. this um, the spaghetti. Exploiting, yeah, yeah. 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 Many children do not have to eat today and you waste your food in disgust. <laughs> so she's using the argument that, you know, your old relatives used to say, like, oh, well, if you don't, but, but there are children starving in Africa who can't eat your food. Yeah, if you don't like, eat your broccoli, there are children However, starving. yeah, mum, I'm going to put it in a jiffy bag and send it to Somalia. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Someone called James, who doesn't have a display picture, said, most of y'all don't even realise the deeper meaning of this photo. Oh, yeah, James. James is an artist. That's what Man explaining art to women. <laughs> Go, James. <laughs> but, like, yeah, she's not only weak because she's obviously gotten some shit about this and she's been like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, Thanks. she's great for being just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. Awesome. Yeah. I do not have, do not have week. one. No. Sorry. Not enough women for you. Not enough women. I mean, we are week. only 52% of the world population, I, I understand. Pick are any we actually woman. Only yeah, pick <laughs> any, like, pick any generic woman's name you can think of and just talk about the, that name. That person. Well, I mean, I feel like Solange is always there, but I'm trying to think. She, I can't, I don't know what she's done this week. Probably slayed still, you can have her. Oh, I mean, she permanently slays, doesn't she? <laughs> oh, oh, what about, you could do Beyonce giving Colin Kaepernick the Muhammad Ali award. Oh, I don't know about that. What happened? You could do Mariah Carey. <gasps> oh my God, you know what I'm yes! saying? You could do Mariah Carey um, getting a payment of a ridiculous amount of money that I'm never going to be able to see in my life. Uh, for an inconvenience fee from her ex-fiance, they didn't even get married. <gasps> and and uh, wait, an inconvenience fee? What does that even mean? You're an inconvenience he, to my life. <laughs> yeah, he inconvenienced her life and didn't marry her, <laughs> and so he had to pay her money. And I don't remember his name because he's just a generic man. Oh my god, what a queen! Love Absolute it. Absolute <laughs> queen. You can have more. What legend? Well, Solange did actually win an award. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Come on, Solange. I think it's Women in Music. Woo! Woo. Take that, B. Who's Take the best little sister now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool, awesome. Uh, okay, so I think that concludes this week's activities. Yeah, there's enough. There are enough women in the news. We've we've decided. We'd like Let's more. Stop right there. Want, there's yeah. just yeah. enough. Let's just enough. Just That's enough. all we want. I mean, we just don't want to open enough. the floodgates. That yeah, would be awful. Yeah, we don't want to yeah. give an end. We'd have nothing to that. talk about anymore. That's that's so true. They'd put us out of a job. Imagine a job that we do for free. <laughs> but imagine if there were like if there was equality, what would we complain about? We'd find something else. I mean, I know white people would we'd find something else. <laughs> we're always finding new things to do to complain about. <laughs> Yeah. Mariam's just like, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. We would. We're, we're great at that. It's one of our best skills, along with modesty. <laughs> <laughs> and stealing things. <laughs> or pillaging. Yeah. Stealing countries, culture, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. Should we end there? <laughs> yeah. Have you guys got any comments out. on that or too many? Too many for me. Too many to <laughs> Where do we even um, start? A microphone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.